I believe that I believe in the god Sam Hain, and I think that Halloween is his feast, and he likes candy. Interesting. The Social Psycho Confabulation with Ben and Mr. A. Welcome to Social Psychopod. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. You are joining us for this very special Halloween episode of oh. the pod. It is not Halloween for us because we had to record this beforehand, so it's very weird um, to have to do a holiday special before the holiday, but hopefully um, this will be fun. I got some music, actually, to get I us hope- in... Oh, good. I hope you are going to do a good job because I'm not. I mean, I I did some research. (laughs) I'm way more interested in uh, the in Christmas. Not. Uh, I mean, that sounds obvious, but I mean, like, (laughs) is it going to be a Christmas episode now? No, no, I'm not. But I'm saying, like, just the the origin story. You always, I always expect because I've heard it a hundred times, and I go back and I look for it, and I'm like, you know. I'm just not as impressed with the Halloween origin story as it's like, it's such a creepy holiday. You'd think it would yeah. just be a little more crazy, interesting. Well, we'll get not. into it. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. We'll see what you here came up with. Yeah. Here's some music, some fun music for us uh, here. Thriller! Oh yeah, exactly. Oh, I should have played that. That would have been good. This is like totally me though. I chose the me song. I should have chosen Thriller. That would be for the audience. <laughs> I think you get copyright smacked for playing Thriller. Oh my god! Yeah, no one cares about this old classical music. No, it's, you can't even cop. You can't even uh, protect this music legally. <laughs> you can't. Even. Oh, you I played just... an instrument. Not impressed. Yeah, sorry. You, you, yeah. you, you have yeah. real skill. Yeah, that's unacceptable. I'm playing this like random YouTube video of this song, and Wait, I don't this know is why, so but it's showing like caves and like. That's AI art. <laughs> yeah, it's like Lord of the Rings AI art. Where did I first this hear this? I don't know. Dun, dun, it's like, dun, dun, I don't know where this comes from. This like song, I feel like you always hear it, and like everybody knows it, but you don't, no one knows where it's from. That's also spooky. <laughs> This is giving me. Okay, I don't know if the kids still say this, but this is giving Christmas. No. No, have you heard that phrase? This is giving. giving yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't no, know. No, it's giving me Christmas. Thing. It's kind of like Deck the Hall or something, like a weird yeah. kind of minor version of it or something. I, my favorite part about it is that we're completely uncontrollably talking over the entire. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even going to be able to hear the music. We could have just had this in the background the whole time. Yeah, we just keep going for the rest of the podcast. All right, here we go. This is the only reason to play it. I, I love the name.
So that's wow. our Halloween Christmas music. Have you um? So that's that song is called uh, Hall of in the, the Hall of King. the Mountain King. That's great. And by the way, it's a Norwegian song. Yeah, and by it has Edward been used Grieg. a lot. Yeah, wow. no, I'm, Greek is a good uh, composer. No, it's, he it's Norwegian. Oh, you, Greek is the guy's name? Yeah, that's the composer. He's classical composer, Edvard Grieg. And he's uh, he does a lot of other interesting things, you've, stuff you've probably heard as well. But it's literally, well, I'm, okay, other examples. So it's like Inspector Gadget, Garfield and Friends, the Ritz Bits Cheese Sandwiches commercial, uh, Stephen King films abound, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, I mean, interesting. Like, Sonic. It's in there like everything. Wow. It's even in the TV show House with that British actor. Wow. Well, anyway. There you, go. there you go, folks. There you go. So the history of Halloween, that's what I looked up because why would you do a holiday special without looking up the history and be completely basic about it? But we're going to do something more interesting. It's been done hopefully. a thousand times. I can't Yeah, which it. is why we're going to do it for the thousand first time. Um, Literally, I listened to a few podcasts and the podcast I listened to was like a year or three old. And even <laughs> in that podcast, he was like... I'm just reposting my podcast from a couple years. You know, it was like, so it was like so many. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Well, so if you don't know, it's a uh, Halloween goes back to this. Sawen, Suwen, Sawain. Sawain. Yeah. How, isn't it's it got a lot of spelled, different pronunciations. It's spelled like Sam Haynes or something like that. Isn't it? <laughs> Sam Hain. Yeah. <laughs> but pronounced Suwen. Sawin. Um, I hear they don't Sawin. like it if you pronounce it wrong. Oh, Okay. Whoever they are. Halloween. Um, the Halloween festival, Celtic festival. That's what they say. Um, but uh, so I'm just going to read from this article. This is the history of Halloween. This is the World History Encyclopedia. So these people are constructing global history. Um, hmm. from, As we speak, probably. Yeah, of course. But it says. Uh, the modern-day observance of Halloween in countries such as the United States and Canada, where this tradition is most popular, share in this ancient tradition, even though some aspects of the holiday are recent developments, uh, they can be traced back to the Celtic festival of Sam Samhain, not Samhain, Samhain. Uh, Christian groups through the years have routinely attempted to demonize and denigrate the observance in part by repeating the erroneous claims, this is, I love this, that Samhain... Two words, like a man. Sam Hain was the Celtic god of the dead, and Halloween was his feast. This mm. error comes from the 18th century British engineer Charles Valancey, who wrote you know on the Samhain festival with a poor understanding of the culture and language and has been repeated uncritically since. Well, I'm going to repeat it right now, even <laughs> though the I have never heard that theory. And that it was presented just now to me as an incorrect theory. I believe it. Oh. I believe that I believe in the god Sam Hain. And I think <laughs> that Halloween is his feast and he likes candy. Interesting. Interesting. Because I, yeah, because look. Why? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I fully believe it. I just think that's a really interesting idea because it's kind of like. It's kind of like, um, I mean, 
there's so many things where the history is not quite right. So this is why I was saying I like the Christmas stuff better because if you go down the Christmas rabbit hole, it mm. gets so intense that you're just like like every there's so many things folded into it at the current point. Like just a little example, because I've heard. And the reason I'm saying this is because I've I've heard plenty of like, theories about this and that and uh, with Christmas or whatever. Yeah. So what do you hear a lot? But then I had heard, like all of a sudden, you know, I'm saying like over my lifetime of kind of being into interested in like alternative theories or whatever, like the truth Spiracy, behind the thing you the see, truth. whatever. Yeah. So there's this thing with like the old Christmas decorations, old Christmas, whatever, whether it's a popcorn tin or uh an ornament or an old postcard or even modern there's this red and white theme and mm. a lot of times you'll even see a decoration that is the amanita muscaria mushroom little mushroom yeah the red mushroom with the often with like white they look like white dots but they're like white flecks on top yeah, you're and, obsessed. I get it. I understand. You're but the or the origin of that person. is kind of crazy that I'd never heard of before, and it's like has to do and it incorporates reindeer and everything. The Amanita muscaria, you it's poisonous to eat for the most part, but if you if the reindeer eat it and then piss out the stuff and then you drink the piss, you'll get the effects, but you won't get the toxin. Like all this, you're like, what? Like how did that work its way eventually? And it's so. Yeah far away that like nobody knows that you know nobody well, knows this that about is, christmas yes. so I'm it's like this guy's this like is sam hain is a, a celtic god and you're like and then encyclopedia britannica is like no it's not and you're like i don't know is it like you probably <laughs> do you know about mushrooms and christmas like i don't know because there's this other thing i've always known about the celts there's two stories about them like two themes basically they're these like peace loving, poor, subjugated people of the forest in like Ireland and Scotland and stuff. Or they're a bunch of psychopath, baby murdering, killing bad people, you know? And it seems like the more prominent theme is they're like these people who had like the plight of the industrialized world come upon them. And it's like, so the mm. Sam Hain is not true theory sounds to me like more what's the word like whitewashing like no the this isn't really about a demonic god because i also heard that there are three only three according to isaac weishop and he's all right i guess three satanic holidays oh may day your birthday and halloween may day according to right. anton Levey. I don't under I never I've never May, looked May into Day. the May Day thing. I don't know what that's about. I know it's a military thing, but it's also something else apparently. It has to do with maybe <laughs> Guy, I don't know if it's like the Guy Fox thing. I'm not sure, but it doesn't matter. It's just interesting. Interesting. Yeah. That even the, also, even Anton LaVey, high priest of the Church of Satan, you know, was like Halloween is a satanic holiday and here Britannica Encyclopedia is like, "No. It's Jesus." Yeah. Weird. Well, so they say that this is uh, the most commercially lucrative uh, secular holiday or whatever. Uh, now, the I only wonder other if that's because candy is, is so cheap to produce and so much of it is purchased. Yeah, that's what I was saying. The candy, because they do the trick-or-treating. It's got to be. 
So that's like an interesting little tidbit. But I want to talk about the history part. I mean, that was just so interesting to me because you look it up and these people are like, Sam Hain, you know, uncritically wrote this stuff that it was just repeated. And like on one like basis, it's just interesting in and of itself, like that our history can be like that. Like we're just repeating things that like just totally could be not true. And like they just become the stories. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then the other thing I was thinking about was like, so I read this other article, and they go through. So this is a um, Library of Congress blog. Um, it says, The Origin of Halloween Traditions. And let me read some of the things in here. Because I got the sense when I was reading this, I was like, there's no way. Like, this sounds crazy, and but you don't even realize it's crazy. Like, you just accept it like almost like a fairy tale. You're like, yeah, the people back then, they were just kind of like witches and like, that's fine. But like, if you really start to think about it, you're like, what are we saying? Like, what we, we really think that like people back in the day were like witches and like having these, like putting on costumes and like going out to scare the ghosts. Like, what are we saying? So it's really crazy. But uh, yeah, so it says... One, the Seeing Ghosts, the festival of Samhain, <laughs> Samhain uh, marked the transition of the new year at the end of the harvest, the beginning of the winter. The Celtic people believe that during the festival, spirits walk the earth. During the festival, spirits, it's just like a thing people, and that's fine, you know, it's just totally kosher fact. Um, later on, Christian missionaries, Christian missionaries introduced All Souls Day on November 2nd. What is yeah. this? Like, we're, here we go. Like, we're having a holiday now. We're having All Souls Day. We've decided. They were trying to, like, maybe co-opt. I mean, kind of like Christmas is, like, somehow Jesus' birthday. Jesus wasn't born in December. Right. You know, like, not even in the cold months at all. You know, we just somehow the Catholic Church is, like, really good at being, like, we could use that. And it's Jesus. Right. And so they were supposed to perpetuate the idea of the living coming into contact with the dead around the same time of year. Um. So they wear scary costumes, apparently, to avoid being terrorized by this. Is these were the first terrorist attacks? Actually, were by evil spirits. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I've heard. I dude, so I heard. Like, okay, there's this podcast. I don't know if they're a good podcast. I just like literally stumbled across it. But they sound. It sound like the name sound familiar. It's called the Last Podcast on the Left. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. They seem kind of funny. It's the only time sure. I've ever listened to it, just for this Halloween thing. And, yeah, what uh, they say. They were talking about this like terrorist aspect too. Where oh, I, like maybe much later there were like I don't I couldn't figure out when they were talking about this. I what maybe I wasn't listening close enough, but there were like all these arson attempt like fire like people getting killed. I mean just weird like things mm. around Halloween. It was but one of the ones that they talked about, I was like I, I think there was one incident that I, I I got to be getting this close to right. Like it was extreme and this is going to sound extreme, but I think they said like there was like 800 fires or something oh in one night. Wow. And I was like, of course I w- immediately. I'm like, that is, that's organized. Like if th- it's that's organized a lot of crime, fun. that's organized. Like that sounds like a, it sounds something like false flaggy almost. Like how did 800 fires get started one year it's like that someone was using this as an excuse to start a crap load of fires like that's just so many weird yeah so i don't know what there's something to this like but yeah they say they donned the disguises the costumes to avoid being uh detected yeah yeah 
So they would be left alone. They'd be mistaken for spirits themselves or whatever. Um, so, so like start. So basically, crazy. it starts like we're going to dress up to scare the spirits away. Then it's like we're going to be the spirits a little bit. Right. So the spirits do don't the scare us. They think we're one of them ourself. or something. And it seems like it started too. Like so, I I've heard this multiple times. These like Celts or whatever would go to like the house of a lord. I don't know if these if these like Celts were like annoying gypsy type people. Another interesting culture, by the way. And they would just, like, come to town, and they'd be like, oh, God, the fucking guys are here. And they'd come, and they'd do the whole trick-or-treat thing. And if you didn't give them the trick-or-treat or whatever, the treat, I guess, a potato, I don't know what it was. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't do that, then they would draw, like, a pentagram on your door, and that would allow the spirits to get it. But I'm just having a hard time visualizing a lord letting you draw a pentagram on his door manor, you know? <laughs> so it sounds very mischievous. Like oh. these are just like a nuisance people, but I could be wrong. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's also crazy. So anyway, my second point was just there that, you know, so we have the one, like the history of it is just like, we just be telling fake shit, you know, and that becomes history. Um, and then two, that a lot of these traditions, like the way we just accept them as like history is so crazy to me because it would be so foreign. Like, you could not imagine this happening today. Like, you could not imagine someone coming up to you and being like, just completely seriously, like, we have to dress up as spirits so the spirits don't kill us. Like, because they're going to come and walk the earth tomorrow night. Like, what? <laughs> you would, like, say that person's schizophrenic or something. Well, it's just as possible. I mean, I mean, not possible. It's just as weird to me. I mean, sure, that, that can't ex- that that exists at all. But then there's the part where like, it's, I mean, try to imagine the Catholic church or whoever figuring out a way to like, and they kind of failed on Halloween a little bit because Halloween just kind of stayed this other thing. It didn't become Christianized like Christmas. That's, that's amazing. You know, cause it's like, it would be like, it's kind of like, how did you do that? You know, although it's like, if we secular too, but yeah, it is, but, like, Christians love it, you know? Yeah, it has Christian undertones, whereas I feel like Halloween, I don't get any Christian undertones. If anything, I get, like, devil undertones, like the opposite of Christian. There's definitely no... Where there we is definitely in, in Christmas, there's definitely a, you know, birth of Jesus story, the three, the wise men and all that, and people put the decorations up of Jesus sometimes right, in the manger right. and stuff. But then on Halloween, we don't... Uh, we don't do there's any none of that. Of that. Yeah, yeah, there's no like, oh, well, also the saints, though. It's like, no, yeah. we don't. No, we should we, say that. We weren't even we allowed to like participate in Halloween growing up because we had some Christian parents who thought it was a bad thing to celebrate. And so I wasn't really allowed to go trick-or-treating. I don't know about you. I think I did go once when I was young as a Teletubby, but that was the last yes, time. Yes, there there's a picture of you and I. Uh, I'm wearing a military uniform with a fake gun which would also not allow today just in general because yeah, fake yeah. guns are You'd dangerous actually be called a terrorist and um you were a teletubby yeah the red one if i remember correctly Poe. Poe. yep yeah. and uh that's a good picture but yeah that is interesting from our perspective because we got a lot of that or i did uh i did i it's our parents 
were just I mean, it's so... weird because the legacy even still affects me today. Like, even still today, like, people... This has happened multiple times now at work. My colleagues want to celebrate, like, Halloween. And they're like, we're going to dress up. Like, don't you love dressing up? And I'm like, I've never dressed up. And people always think I'm really weird. And I feel, like, a little bit, like... I don't know, not in the loop or something. Like, I'm outside the club. Kim's Kim loves Halloween, too. And her family loves Halloween. And it is it is odd. It is... I mean, not, I mean, it's not odd. That's not odd. It's odd. It's a little odd being us or me yeah. or you and being like... Because it never... Maybe part of it is it never really got in, you know? So, and interesting, now that I think about, like, what do I want to do on Halloween? And it's kind mm. of... Probably, though I've never thought about this, it's probably what our parents chose to do, which is like, which maybe is still somewhere part of the tradition of Halloween. Maybe they couldn't get away from it, but it's like, let's turn the lights off. It's like a, it's almost like a movie night, you know? That's like, what we would do. Like, I'd rather just watch a, maybe if I'm in the mood for a scary movie, a scary movie, but if not, not, you know? A hundred percent, yeah. And the celebration itself, it's not enough for me, I think. It, they don't create the... So, like, Christmas, like, comes in November, and everything starts getting a certain way, you know, people... Mm. people it literally get starts, in, like, so early. Yeah, days. they get... Well, we get into, like, a spirit of Christmas, it feels like, you know, like, literally. Like, there's mm. this whole vibe in the... Ev- kind of everywhere you go, and... Maybe even that's less and less. Like, are the houses like it used to be fun to just drive around and look at Christmas lights and people's houses? Now it's like some people really do go all out. Some people just kind of don't. It might be a byproduct of the fact that like everyone around here is Indian where I live, so they don't maybe do that so much. I don't know, but it's yeah. uh, Halloween is just it's like oh it's today it's Christmas it's trick or treat tonight oh oh okay and then trick or treat happens and then. Immediately it's over. Like, it's just one night, you go get candy, it's over. That's weird. Like, it's not enough maybe of a, like, a spirit of Halloween for me to feel it or something. I mean, come on. Even, like, Black History Month gets more of, like, a... Oh, yeah. Way more. You know, more than we get into, like, the Halloween holiday, despite it being much longer, like, in more ancient, as they would say. Um, Yeah. Going back and the and there are a lot of things that do that like culturally for the time of the year that do seem like they come from the history. So like the bonfires came from Baal fires, and the Baal, Baal fires, fires they went from like Baal fires to like Baal fires to bonfire. You know, and this is like the time oh. of year for bonfires, and they it's like similar. It's like the same uh, traditional the tradi- uh, traditional lineage, maybe you'd say, of like the Wicker Man idea. You know, and Wait, are the Ball fires like fires to the god Ball? Or I think I don't know, but I feel like there is a link there that's not touched on as often. But I feel like I have heard the Ball and is the god Ball thing, and. I feel Ancient like I've god also heard like an earth god or something. Yeah, and like in Ireland, and there's still I think there may be some like traditions. I don't know. They obviously still don't do this like like out of necessity or anything. But I think there are maybe still some like lingering traditions of they would everyone in the whatever. I don't know how wide of how many fires there would be, but everyone within the vicinity, let's say, would light would rekindle their fires you know on the first of the year november 1st or halloween Mm. eve or halloween the 31st of october november 1st coming 
and everyone would rekindle their fires from the sacred fire. You know, so you would come get the ember or whatever from the sacred oh. fire and rekindle your fires with them. And this was like a, and that's much more communal, you know, yeah, than it is nice. now. So, but but I feel like I don't know how far back you have to go when those fires included like a human being on them, and like burning to death, and I don't know. Yeah, dear God. Because there were like animal sacrifices and all sorts of stuff because of this whole spirit aspect. That they're like, this is maybe the time of the year when the veil is thinnest. It 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 seems. But we're like heading it has into some... winter, you know, because it's a hard time. I mean, it would be really hard to live through a winter if you were in like a primitive society. Yeah, there's like a sun deity vibe to it too, where like the sun is for most parts of the world, especially these parts of the world, like that we're talking about. We have it here in America, like similar kind of latitude, that the the sun literally stops shining as much during the day. Like it literally seems as if it's like, oh, it's going away. Like it doesn't it doesn't go up as high in the, the sky, it doesn't stay in the sky right. as long. Mm. It's colder. You can't grow stuff. And there there would be such an obvious link as like mm. an ancient person that doesn't have you know anything else like no right. technology no other distraction where it's like we're like surviving and growing food you would it would be like this crazy time of year where it's like the sun's not going to be here we won't be able to grow the stuff anymore everybody hunker down you know something right. crazy totally. happens every year where we can't like live as good basically and we've got to like make it through this time and i could totally see how that would be like a dark you know the whatever's going on in the mind of like a ancient person like that's a darker time like a dark as in like good and evil like this is this is like not yeah. the good time for us this is the this is the scary time the demons are out the veil is thin the sun is gone you know, you get like a yeah. lot of these like vampires type stories and stuff like they can't go in the sun, you know, because, the, you know, whatever. So there's all like all of this seems to me like it, it melts together. I so in conclusion on that point, I guess I do think or I do believe that a lot of these traditions because I could because I would could, could, I could easily believe if you just told me without any prior knowledge Halloween was invented by Nestle, you know, and I'd be like, <laughs> totally buy that, you know, of course 100%. it was. Yeah. They, who makes money but candy people? Yeah. I mean, and they do that. They like invent holidays now. They're like, this is National Donut Day. Like Every day is a day now. <laughs> yeah. And they, so they try, but so those don't catch on like these like ancient, ancient traditions. So that I do believe in that they're these people who say, you know, that this all, a lot of this stuff does come down in like an ancient way. It is weird. That's a whole weird aspect of all these holidays. I like feel like we dress them up. They're like plastic or something. They're like plasticized, <laughs> if that's a word. But like they're almost made, yeah, kind of weird, like uh, artificial feeling, like very childish. Well, there's two, well, because it's, horrendous in a way like so in midsummer or i'm just gonna call it midsummer i don't know the uh the most crazy scene this dickhead producer or director has these old people jump off a cliff or something if i remember correctly yeah and just like smash and they don't pan away for this so they you just watch their face like smash into the rocks below and then they survive it's all problem and but to them i think part of like the messaging at least in that is like they're like it's like showing you this is look how barbaric you think this is 
And right, also right. like, well, but also realize because that was modern. That was the weirdest part of that was actually probably what made that show so creepy is that they actually the setting was in modern times. So it was kind of right, modern right. people, but it was like the ancient tradition, which made it way more creepy, I think. Because like, yes. if it were it ancient in the times, past. Yeah. yeah, like if it were the past, you might not, it might not have been so creepy, but it was really creepy because then you even had like modern people come into the village to like experience it, you know, and, and then everyone just dies. But um, right, it was like a time warp or something like the, you, these modern yeah, yeah. people go from America to like a faraway society and they're still doing ancient traditions. Yeah. yeah. It's like a cult in the va- in like a green isolated valley surrounded by massive mountains in Norway, you know, just totally cult vibes, creepy, creepy. But they, um, I, f- I, w- I kind of remember it being like this tradition is like, the old and they're not the only people with a similar kind of vibe i think i think even native some native american tribes had this where like those people were not pushed off the cliff those old people the oldest people like it was like the oldest man and woman or something jumped off the cliff because we're doing this for the for us like for all of us because i guess in theory like the oldest people will hold you back like as a as a as a collective like as a whole so mm. we can't we can't be like bothered and you, not like we can't be bothered like and you also wouldn't bother us with your elderly age and you're we have to feed you and you're slow and right. we right. have Take if we're migrating you. we have to stay you know with you and like you know so it'd be better if we don't have to kill you you just maybe could kill yourself for the greater God. good so <laughs> it's a really strange but you and I I always wonder I think you were kind of hitting on this a minute ago. Like, is it? Was it like that? You know, you were saying that with like the like. Did we think they were really yes. demons? Like, That's did we what really? I'm so confused. Like, about. what were we really doing? Is are any of these stories real? Like, what the fuck actually? Because it makes me think. I'm gonna go really far on a limb here. It makes me think like, let's get biblical. Like pre-flood world. Like, why did the world have to be destroyed? You know, was it because? Mm. Was it just because, like... As the story says, God destroyed the world with a flood because it was bad. And the Christian, they're like, they're like, it's because anal. And you're like, I don't, I don't know if that's what it was. Like, I think it could have been that we were like, you know, we had the Mayans. So all of our ancient stuff, like every story we're told about these ancient things, like a lot of them are, they don't sound good. You know, like the Mayans were like chopping off heads and ripping out hearts and throwing them down pyramids and or whatever they called their pyramids that were step pyramids the egyptians were doing sacrifices the celts were killing babies and scaring lords and lairds and all the you know you had this crazy did we just was there a time where like sort of kind of these like demony type people and you know you have the stories of the nephilim like all of these things mm. i think they've become so like allegorical and and woo-woo, you know, people are like, yeah. oh, the Bible. Like, so people always say, uh, like, atheists love to be like, you think Noah really got on a boat? It's like, dude, I don't, I, I can agree with the atheist. That sounds like crazy and like a myth. But also, it's like the one thing from the Bible that has, no pun intended, boatloads of evidence. Like, there's evidence on our landscapes of massive floods. There are... Right, the story right. in like the ancient Roman Greek 
part of the world was not the same at all. Like not even the same God, but the story was so similar, even down to the size of the boat, you know, like yeah, it was almost yeah. identical. And you're like, okay, so now that's the something... whole thing. The flood thing is like cross-cultural with cultures that like you think could have never have met. I've heard interesting stuff about Even that like too. Native like, Americans, I think have those, yeah. have those stories. You're like, so that, that was like real. So if that's real, like what mm -hmm. else of this stuff was like? You know, now we're like, oh, they had a tradition. They just believed in ghosts. I'm like, or was the world like this absolutely insane place where we were literally like worshiping mm. other gods, maybe even gods that we really like that almost were real. You know what I mean? Like what, what would have to happen for you for a culture to be like, actually, the only way through this is to start. I think we have to sacrifice a child. I think we have to do that. And then oh everyone has to like not revolt that, you know, they have to be like, okay, okay. Whose this is child? so bad. Yeah, what's happening. God. Let's try, let's try that. Um, how do we pick, Crazy. you know what I mean? Yeah. And this, some kind of tradition revolt. So otherwise either all these stories, even the whitewash version of them are bullshit even like the Encyclopedia Britannica version, it's like, okay, either that's like just bullshit too, or past like our... Something weird was like going a, on. Something happened like where there was a t the timeline and then someone just erased like a big section of the timeline. And then we kept, but we kept persisting through time. And now we just don't know what the fuck was back there. You know, and we're yeah, like, well, maybe. but we still have stuff that came with us and we've just kind of tried to piece it back together. And maybe that erasure was like 12,500 years ago. At yeah, the younger I dry ass know. impact. Who knows? Right. No, I've heard there, uh, this interesting theory. There's like these lines, these horizontal lines in like traditional makeup that go like right under the eyes. Yeah. I think on the face and some people think that that is like a hearkening back to like the flood that like the water line was so high people had to swim and that that's what that line symbolizes it's a really crazy theory but it's just interesting because you do find that makeup in a lot of different cultures and that's interesting it's just like it also makes that? me so if that's true it makes me wonder about the nature of god and mm -hmm. i mean not like the nature I mean, I mean, like his full, the full nature of whatever destroyed the earth, because, okay, maybe there's a plan, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, but I, I always thought, mm -hmm. like, if God were like, okay, Noah, you get on the boat, I'm going to kill all the people and all the bad guys and all the stuff, and then the water will go away and then you can come back out and have a good time with all the animals. And then people still, a few people were like still there after the flood and other traditions had memories of the flood. And then the great pyramids of Giza are still there and other great pyramids, like all sorts. And you're like, I have a hard time believing that God himself, you know, I'm, I'm thinking like all powerful being comes and is like time to erase this. And then he would just forgot some of the people. And then he like forgot to like destroy the pyramids and like he just couldn't. They were too big. He couldn't handle it. You know, it's like, I don't. <laughs> so what really happened? Like, 
I maybe everything mm. is so I'm really yeah. going down a crazy trail here, but, but maybe I everything mean, is come on, it's a question. It's a question because maybe everything is. I've thought this before that everything is so interconnected. The way that the war, the everything works here on the plane of existence that we have, that it's not like so when like people when in like the stories where like God is telling whoever or what or even it says you know God punishes you know this or that. I've I've always kind of wondered if that's not really how it is, you know when you get rules from your parents, sometimes they're imperfect, but sometimes it's like, don't play with matches or something. And then you do it and then you burn down the shed, you know? And it's like, and then you get burned or don't touch the stove, never touch the stove when I'm not here. And then you touch the stove and you burn yourself or you pour a hot bottle of water on yourself. Something really bad happens. Yeah. And it's like, see, I, there's no, no one punished you. It's like, see, I told you. See, I told you, and now you just extrapolate that. See, I told you if you sacrificed your children to these other gods that calamity would come. Mm-hmm. I told you. Do bad thing. Yeah. yeah, if you pretend that men and women don't exist and if you pretend that politics is just some fucking thing and you – whatever, however we've just mm. – what think of the world now and you go – and a lot of people have this feeling like this is not unraveling great this is going a bad way and no one knows how to put their finger on it. And then if you, but if you ask the far extreme Christian, they're like, God is going to punish. I see these signs everywhere around here. The rapture is coming, repent, Jesus, blah, 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 whatever, you know, Jesus, it's all like something, God's going to do it. And then there's the the idea that like, on the total opposite end, maybe Sam Harris, I don't know. And they're like, we're about to do world war three because of stupidity. And it's like other people are going to do it. Yeah. Maybe those are the same thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe those, you know what I'm saying? Whatever is going to happen is going to happen for the same reason. And both of them are wrong. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think you can almost believe both at the same time. Like it can be woo woo. Like you're kind of like, I don't know why it happens. Like it's something beyond what we can see and understand is going on here. But also like it manifests through people. Like, Everybody gets what's coming to them, you know, like everybody gets their karma or whatever. You're probably better off. You have more likely to avert the situation if you just do the belief thing than if you tried to figure out the intricacies of like what kind, what, like how do we do democracy better and, you know, blah, blah. It's like, good luck. But if you just believed Uh. in like, well, there's a God. He said, don't do certain things. Let's just not do those things because I think we can stave off damnation if we just don't do those things. And we just do the good things, not do the bad things because God, you know, it's like a very, uh, there's no good argument there. You just go, can we agree? Can we, it would maybe be a that works time, out, you know, well, look we at the Mormons. have to have all these pedantic debates about everything. But yeah, what about well, look- the Mormons? Well, they're just, have you ever met a Mormon that you didn't like? No. A Mormon's no. always look well-dressed. They, they seem successful enough when they're not in like the dream job. They're working at Chick-fil-A. They seem like they may be the best fast food employees you could possibly hire. And they are a little obnoxious with their coming to your house. They have a few occult, culty behaviors, but you're like, from an outsider, the worst thing about them is just that they knock on your door. But on the other side, like I had some Mormon friends growing up and like 
what? Like what made them different? They were literally, they were just like better than everybody else. They were literally just better than Christians as far as like Mm -hmm. being a good person. You know, they were like, oh yeah, we don't have sex before marriage. Uh, We don't drink uh, Coca-Cola because it's like caffeine and sugar. It's not good for you. We don't eat chocolate for the same kind of reasons. We don't do this. We don't do that. And it's like, wow, you guys are hyper-religious, but they're hyper-religious within a very, they've really figured out how to uh, be a community and and yeah. and live in the world and be like you guys are you don't get it we'll knock on your door and try to help you get it no it's authentic that's what I like about it well especially coming from where we were coming from I feel like there's so many like fake ass Christians like completely inauthentic who do the and this is like a whole meme you know like going to church on Sunday getting right with God and then going back to drinking on the weekend you know or whatever yeah. you're doing that's not whatever you say you're supposed to be doing at church and uh, I feel like the Mormons you know that cognitive dissonance is reduced like they're actually doing what they say they're supposed to be doing like they do the mission for two years and like they go and they follow the schedule and they like wear the clothes and they like do the mission and they knock on people's doors and they build the community and they live with other people, other Mormons. And I feel like, uh, yeah, that's like, that's real. You know, like you can almost, you can criticize it and be like, well, that's not the right way to live, but it, you can't criticize it and be like, well, you're doing something you say you're not supposed to be doing. You know, it's like, no, they're doing what they say they're supposed to be doing. So. And it's not that it's, I don't even think you could say it's not the right way to live. I think you would just look at it and go, that doesn't sound fun. Like that doesn't, that sounds like the hard way. To yeah. Live. You know, yeah. it's kind of like, uh, you know, like who wants to hang out with Mormons? Like if you don't uh, like Mormons, but I just think you're weird if you don't like, I mean, it's like a. No, you feel guilty. Yeah. That's exact. Oh, good. Yeah. That's why people don't like. I think one of the biggest inhibitory factors is like this kind of, I don't want it to be true. You know, I don't. Yeah. I don't want to have to argue on moral grounds, really. You almost don't want it to matter. I feel like you're caught in between this. Like, I don't want my life to matter and have consequence, but I I also am deathly afraid of, like, my life being inconsequential. And now we can go back to talk things. about our Halloween thing, though. Like, when we were growing okay. up. Because it's like, I think our parents, obviously there were times when we did do Halloween, there were times when we didn't do Halloween. Because mm-hmm. they were trying to figure it out. And I think that there's a part of it. I get it. Whatever. I don't know what you're supposed to do. I don't care. I don't care that they did that. It does not matter. In fact, I'm glad they did it because it made me confused. Interesting story to tell now. Yeah, and it makes it make it it that kind of stuff will stick with you through your life, and you will have a different lens. So I have a different lens. No way of raising children makes them perfect or gives a perfect life, you know? Mm-hmm. So what I got instead was just a different couple different lenses and my parents, your parents are not divorced, but my parents are though we share a mother. So my dad mm-hmm. totally different. You know what I mean? Just, I got two mm-hmm. worlds there, but if you think well, that's probably what they were, of course, what were they thinking? You know, it's like they were right. thinking, should we be doing Halloween? Like, is it kind of like a Does devil's holiday? Yeah. And who knows where they got the information from? And I don't think now, by the way, not too long ago, I feel like mom went to work with her costume on. You know what I mean? So right, just that's totally a celebration. Yeah. Right. A celebration of Halloween. Well, does it matter or not? That's what I, yeah. Like, because you're, you have this like consequential attitude. Well, I think when you, 
want to reject God, you're like kind of like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't want it to matter. But then I think the trap there is like your worldview becomes like, well, nothing matters. And then your life is completely inconsequential, which is right. meaningless existence. And so the alternative is like, well, then things do matter. But then if things matter, then there are like actual kind of dire consequences of like doing things wrong. And then and I how do they matter? tough to navigate. And what are the wrong things? You know, and I think that that... You know, that's like the fear of the Lord that eats you up all your life, you know, <laughs> trying to figure out like what is, you know, what does God want me to do trying to live his will, his way, you know? And I think that, uh, yeah, I almost don't like, and I don't even know if it's like you need to do the right things, but I appreciate the struggle of like, I don't know the consequences of this, uh, you know, being a part of this or whatever, not being a part of this festival, doing this thing, not doing this thing. And, uh, yeah, Mr. A has dropped his mic. Are you back? No. I, yeah, my whole my whole kit fell down, but I think we're still good. Um, oh, God. Yeah, I, I think um, back to the Christmas thing, that's so much more obvious. Like, that is basically, most people would be like, that's a Christian holiday. You know, because Christmas is for the Christians, Hanukkah is for the Jews, Kwanzaa is for newscasters or whoever follows that religion (laughs) and it's like also though we know i think we know jesus wasn't born during christmas if you know if there was a guy and his name was jesus it it wasn't during christmas i've heard people that are like you can trace the stars and he was born during christmas he was born on the 25th exactly but i've also heard people who are like he wasn't born in christmas he was born in september or something or whatever so let's just assume that we're christians and we celebrate Christmas and that it wasn't, it's not the right time of year and that it's some kind of weird amalgamation of pagan and Christian traditions. Sure. Then it makes yeah. you wonder, like, does that matter? Yes. Well, this like, makes me Christian, think to the question you asked about like the symbol, like, does it matter if the symbol that you're wearing isn't actually what you think it is. Like you brought up the star of like David, but what if it's actually the star of Moloch, you know, like yes. star of the devil. And like, does that even matter? Like if you do it with the right intention, does it matter that the symbol actually is connected to something like maybe even the opposite of what you think it is? Does that matter? This is why you or I, someone has got to figure out which episode we talked about this already on, because I want to, I can't remember <laughs> can't my even take. Remember. Well, I can't remember what I said, but I remember thinking as I was like, it was like a take that I was having that came to me in the podcast. I had not prepared to it. So I was like, oh, this is, this is it. You know? And I was like, this is revelation of the method. Like I knew like that, it came to me in that moment. I'm like, this is what it's really about. So revelation of the methods is like, you find it like occult traditions, you know, whatever free, uh, Helena Plavatsky's thing, whatever that was called, Aleister Crowley, Freemasonry, all that kind of stuff, like that kind of culty, weird shit. And that, so this is not the take I had at the time, but I'm just going to throw this out there of how it could matter. Mm. And it would be really helpful if I could remember what I said. But nevertheless, (laughs) Revelation of the Method is basically, think the simplest way to think about it is like you do a magic trick and it's magic. And then you show someone how it's done. And now you have, now you have knowledge, you know, but Mm. if the magic trick were more than just a magic trick, if it were like, what is magic as far as we know it, as far as magicians, 
it's tricks, it's hiding things. There's all, you always kind of know that it's not really magic, is it? It's not, it's not, it's not actually mystical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so if I, if I could know the what? Like the you occult, could do it. You if could I could know it. the occulted knowledge, then I would have knowledge. Like, then I will be enlightened, you know, Illuminati. Mm. That's what that means. So the, the Freemasons, they and have you like, you could do the three, magic. Right. Is it three degrees in the Freemasonry or is it 33 degrees? When do you find out? Like, when do you know? I don't know. How do you know? The Scottish Rite or the what? You know. So the Revelation of the Method, how in a world where the Revelation of the Method is more in, in line with that, where it's like revealing the trick eventually. Hidden knowledge, yeah. You reveal the hidden knowledge. So this this kind of occulted everything where like you celebrate, you celebrate a christmas but it's really a devil's holiday you celebrate halloween it's not all saints day it's the devil's holiday everything gets occulted which means hidden hidden but then one day you know there's the revelation of the method what does that mean that means one day we'll explain to you i think they'll do this some version of this with like aliens and this and that they'll come out one day and they'll be like oh let us tell you okay we actually this is the true history of the world. This is the mm. truth about the aliens. Someone oh, we knows. finally, and they may say we've known forever. They may say we just discovered something that proves that the aliens are really these things and that thing and whatever, or they're, but they're probably making like hybrid people in like a basement and they're going to reveal them and be like, look at the aliens. And it's like, wow, what kind of experiment was this? Or they'll do the same thing with Halloween. Oh, really? With the whole time we've actually been celebrating this and see how these traditions are rich and wonderful and great. See the, uh, the uh, Druids mm. and the Celts, you know, they weren't barbaric like we've always said, you know. You know, we always knew there might have been a lineage of thought where they were just peaceful people living the right way in tune with nature and using nature's magic and blah, blah, blah. And that this gets revealed one day. And the fact that everything is topsy-turvy, that you're, you you think you're worshiping this God, but you're really over here. And, and you're, you're lost in a way in a maze of all these things that you never really knew about. And maybe the revelation of the method will have some kind of effect on people in that world where everything is is not quite right. You know, everything mm. is is a facade or is a counterfeit. And then at that point, does it matter? You know, so that's that's one thought that I think if I were to think about why it would matter, because it's like you could theoretically, there's tons of people out there like I'm a Christian, and they'd be like, "Do you celebrate Halloween?" And they'd be like, "Yeah," because I don't think. I mean, I don't. I just don't celebrate it for dead people or devil worship. Like, that's just not what I'm doing. You know, I'm just having a good time. And it's like, okay, well, maybe. Like, probably. Like, I don't doubt that. Well, there that. is some aspect of it that can be, like, kind of ignorant. Like, you don't really know what you're doing, you know, where I think – and maybe that's a way to parse it. Like, the – you know, that you can be doing something intentional and, like, have a clear head about you about what's going on like say if you celebrate Halloween like maybe you get together with your friends and family or whatever and you just have a meal like you know and that's your intention is like we're just trying to get together but then I think there's also like a way of like donning something else which I think this is what our parents were afraid of is that like you're kind of doing something you don't really understand and you should be cautious about that like if you're like put on the costume and like go out there yeah they're the same when Harry Potter was big back in the day, there was like there Nothing was this existed. idea that <laughs> in the beginning, J.K. Rowling was using real magic in those books, that they were real spells. You know, like when Guardian Leviosa, like all that stuff, like that was real. 
not that it was real, like it was just a book, but that because she used, and I don't even know if she did or didn't, but because she used real spells, like that's a no, no. And some Christian people were like, this is bad juju. Like you don't want to mess with this. Same vibe. Maybe you get Mm -hmm. from like, who makes Ouija boards? Toy companies make Ouija boards. So, we, but like, should you mess with them? I don't know. Like, maybe you don't want to do that. You know, it's like, and why don't you want to do it? Is it yeah. all about intention? Because some people will say you have to believe it's about intention. If you really use this toy to get the demons, right. maybe you, you get the demons. to make it work. If you don't believe. Yeah. So I don't know. But there's <clears throat> there maybe there's something to that. You know, I don't know, though, because I swear, like. I've told the story before, but the Pokemon had to go because they were pocket monsters and they were. Right little right. demons or something like i don't know what the story was there exactly but well but you can imagine mm. though like the kind of experience you would have i mean just think about like doing something like participating in a thing that you don't really understand like say you're doing halloween or whatever you're dressing up and then like say in the act it's almost like biblical like that's how it comes off to me like and then god comes to you and god reveals to you like you know like hey like you're out in the field like you don't know what you're doing and what you're doing is actually a bad thing. And like, you don't understand that. And I know because you're like ignorant, but also like, it's like when Adam and Eve, like realize they're naked, you know, it's like, you don't know, but like now, you know, and like you have shame and embarrassment about it, you know? And that's the kind of like, you could be caught in that kind of experience where you like, you do something you don't know and you don't even know that it's really bad, but then you have all this shame and guilt and that's a kind of a weird experience you could have. Um, well, there's the, have you heard the, um, this is an interesting conversation about intention. There's a clip from a concert of, uh, what's that girl's name? Uh, Lady Gaga. And she yes, says, classic. she says, there's this radio station. There's one radio station that figured out that wouldn't play my music. And you know what? They were right. And what she was talking about was <laughs> the song Poker Face. She said that this radio station said that she was saying Poker Face, fuck her face. And then on stage at the concert, she said, guess what? They were right. So she basically admitted that the song is goes back and forth between poker face or something her face literally like she says that so there's like this intention so i'm thinking like Mm. you might be participating in something and literally not even know right like Like someone else has a bad intention for you and they they give yes in it yeah exactly because that's what these things are they're traditions they've been given to you there used to be this theory and like the extreme christian right that like uh little jewelries and things like little trinkets that there were like these companies and these people that would like make these trinkets and then they would curse them and then what? sell them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like what? what the fuck? But I read that in a book somewhere where I heard it was like Tex Mars or something or Noah. Was it him? It was some somebody. Right. Well, it's a way to Does get that to matter? control people or whatever. You know, like that's a way to like say if that's a made up thing like well now that you've got a lot of people doing something you know like yeah maybe the question thing. is does ritual matter yeah yeah well i think that's the other thing i was thinking about all this stuff like 
it's so foreign to all this Halloween stuff because we don't have any rituals like that. We don't do things like as communities, you know, together and like have real rituals. I mean, maybe in your family you have like some sort of traditions, but not really. I mean, at least in our family, I feel like we didn't really have like rituals. Um, well, the tra- the ritual and the tradition is like get the costume, get the candy, walk to the houses. Do- like we're still doing the very basics of the tradition, just the right. basics. You know, yeah. or but there are like hay bales and hay rides and bonfires and stuff. And it's like, yeah. yeah, but it's cold and fires are warm and it's nice. But it's like, yeah, maybe. But like, so are other nights of the year. But we yeah. do this on this. You know, it, there's something just. I don't know, man. There's I don't know. See about it. Yeah. I think the ultimate thing comes down, like the answer to all of these that probably most people that would care would tell themselves is essentially like magic isn't real. So it doesn't matter. Like, well, you're, you're messing around with demon stuff and it's like, yeah, but I just have to tell myself that's all bullshit. There are no fucking demons. They don't care if I dress up. I mean, because they don't exist. So, okay. You know what, what, because to think it matters. I believe in demons though. Yeah. Like here's, let me make an argument. Let me mount a needed argument for demons. All right. You will never hear a podcast about Halloween that takes these turns. So welcome, everybody. <laughs> yeah. I just, because we I should have called our before. podcast fence, fence sitting. Yeah. <laughs> Look, We're like, we argue for fervent religiosity. We do not, we are not religious. We also argue for fervent <laughs> atheism and materialism. We are not materialists. <laughs> yes. We are fence sitters. And we will give you the almost don't even everything. have an opinion. I have very strong opinions that are diametrically opposed and fall on either <laughs> side of the fence. So just yes. putting that out there. Just put it out there. Put that spirit out into the world. Um, no, the demon. So this is, I made this point before. And I will make it again, clearly. So demons, you know, like if so... When someone says, like, when I think about this, I'm like, someone going up and saying bad things or whatever, you know, like speaking, you know, lies or whatever, and you can tell that they don't believe it or they don't really know what they're saying, it's like, where does it come from then? Like, you have to tell me if the person, like, could not be made conscious of what they were saying, or you think a sane person wouldn't say that or wouldn't think that, the question to me becomes, wh- what is it then? Like, where are these ideas coming from? Like, Can you give an example, like a, like even a mild example, just so I can... I know. I wish I could think of one off the top of my head. Are you, ta- like, are you thinking like of a politician? I mean, there's like, that, like on a literal level, which is like, yeah, well, I think there's like that. There's some level, of like you know, and it gets even deeper than that. But or maybe I think... Sam Harris when he's like, "I'm wrong in every conceivable way, but I want to. I'm still going to come out here and preach that, like, basically we should have militarized vaccinations, shooting out of, you know, rattling guns into your yeah. children. Or is that the demon we're talking about? Right. That sure. That's one. You know, when people have those kind of fervent beliefs like Sam Harris does, you know, or, you know, like a a pastor even, like when you have these kind of like really intense, like, this is how you have to live and like blah, 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 blah. And then you like think about it though. TV pastors who are like such scum yes. shit that are like, 
they're like, Jesus wants me to have a private jet and make gazillions of dollars. Tell poor people to give up all their money, you know, in order so that the Lord will reward them or whatever. Yeah. And that when you like encounter that, I think like, well, no one like it's obvious, like just thinking about it, like it's obvious that that's not really what is helpful. Like it can't possibly be what they're saying it is because giving away all your money when you're in poverty does not help. That will make your situation worse. And there's no guarantee that giving this person specifically your money who's spouting all these lies is going to help you. And then I wonder, like, so that's not like a person, like either they're consciously evil, you know, which is hard to believe. But then where, like, they're, so they're not thinking about it, which to me is like how I take it. It's like unconscious. And then it's like, where does it come from, though? Like, where are these ideas emanating from? So this is just my take. I mean, I'm just trying to make an argument that there yeah. is something going on. Like demonic possession, I think, yeah. is the thing. We made the argument for that particularly, you know, recently. But I think there's something about like when people, like because you just have to take the conscious and unconscious. And when people are acting in an unconscious way, my question is like, where's that coming from? Like, and then it, like a spirit demon possession is kind of like a way to explain that. Like that means the kind of the same thing to me. And I'm like, so that's real. But then we don't know what comes from the unconscious. You know, like everything comes, you know, it's like everything comes from the void, from the chaos. You yeah, know? Well, yeah. This is a fundamental, this is, a, now this is the true theme of our podcast in aggregate, from my perspective at least, is that, um, yeah, I, I've said this before. People don't like the Kim specifically does not like <laughs> this. And honestly, I think it's because she has different demons. Do you see what I'm saying? When so you're like, like, I have a demon inside of me. She doesn't like when you say that. Because, and it, but I say that because of exactly what you're saying. That I there's don't parts of know. my behavior that are unconscious. I don't know why I do them. Yeah, There's parts of my behavior I do not understand. Mm-hmm. I don't understand con- certain compulsions. And it's yeah, you like... You can't ever fully understand yourself. And you know? for me, I think this is... If there is destiny, this is part of my destiny, which terrifies me. Of course it does. Which also makes me think, maybe we come here on purpose to this planet, that we choose to come here to learn something that we fundamentally are afraid of or don't understand or that we think would be like, you don't want to play the game on easy mode. Like you want to play it on hard mode and get and and succeed. Mm. I'm playing Elden Ring and you get to totally make your character. And, and oh there's like gosh. these base characters. You can either start like totally naked. You could be like a priest class kind of guy. You could be like a warrior class. You know what I mean? So it's like. They're the hard things wh- for you specifically. Hard, yeah. Like it would like it would be the worst. Like it would be the worst case for me. Like what oh, I really don't God. want is this. And then you come here and it's like exactly what you get. And you but a weird the weirdest thing is all along the way somewhere along the way, you have the ability not to. Not, the reason I think this is the bane of my existence is because I had things happen so young that that I can't explain them. You know what I mean? Like there literally isn't an explanation. Well, yeah, you're probably not why, even fully conscious of what was even going on. Like, for example, I'm going to give, like there's examples that I don't want to share because they're too personal, but there's also other examples that will like give you some inclination. So when I, I used to have a, Cap guns, okay, back when you could have toy guns, again, they look kind of real. But like paper cap guns or the plastic caps, and what they are is like a little gunpowder and a little 
thingy and you click the button on the gun and it would smash the little gunpowder and it so make a little fun. Help, like a little pop so fun and a little tiny bit of smoke would come out from the it's like a little it's like a miniature firecracker like one of those poppets you throw on the ground but like even smaller and just make a little pop a little smoke. yeah yeah and i would try to breathe that smoke in and blow it out okay mm. i would also take suckers so you know if you take a sucker with like the stick and you get rid of the sucker like a lot especially if you don't suck it too much and you, it's pretty dry. You just pull the candy off the end. You can barely blow or suck through that paper. There's like a tiny, tiny needle-sized hole running through that paper. I would light those motherfuckers from time to time and try to smoke them. Oh, my God. Smoke through them. <laughs> you had a smoking okay, look, compulsion as a toddler. I was so – and now mom smoked. But there's other things, the things I'm not saying, that I didn't have an example of that I can remember. You know what sure, I mean? Sure, but like there's stuff. I mean, this is what Freud Freud was obsessed. Like, why do young children have like he thought they were like of sexual urges Who? or whatever? Freud. Who? Freud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just like, I mean, and you, I mean, I've witnessed some stuff that I'm like, what is that? You know, like, I mean, you can watch baby and you're like, that's a little weird. What's that baby doing? Um, <laughs> you know, but it's something going on. Where does it come from? But there's something that, see, this is what Jung and Freud agreed about, which was that there's like a developmental arc. And so before actual sexuality emerges, like there's something proto prototypical before it. It's like that what the is fuck, the thing though? before it emerges. And that is a weird thing because you're born as a sexual being and a thing that reproduces. And so that's always like a part of you and it like matures and develops. But the seed of whatever that is that eventually blossoms into like full sexuality or whatever you want to think about as an adult is like also growing and developing as a child. And that's a weird thing because, I mean, we think of children as like innocent and one day the lights turn on and then you're not innocent. But it's not really like that. I mean, obviously, there's like a whole no, trajectory there. I never had that experience. So like even young, I had like therapy. And, and so things like that, Later, I would have like clarity, some kind of like eight-year-old clarity of like, I felt bad for doing that. Right. You know right. what I mean? So like, so Shame that developmental already. arc, that developmental arc can be that, well, that's Freud for you. And Freud was wrong in a lot of ways, but he was right in a shitload of other ways that something can, that doesn't have, that doesn't develop the same Ultimately, like that, whatever that light switch turns on isn't the same for everybody. And, and there was no, so this is my therapy point. I don't know what the therapist was trying to tell me, but I got, now I kind of have the impression that it was like, it's okay. It's not your fault. Why do you do that? Da, 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 trying to get at it and you know, whatever. Mm. But from my perspective, especially as I got older, that, that becomes more of a, of a theme. People will be like, well, you, you can't, you know, you were so kids can't be expected to know this or that. And it's like, but I did kind of know, right? Like how, why did I know? Why did I do that? That I didn't want, that was wrong or not, you know what? Like, why was there like a negative feeling to it as well? Like I had to do it. So it was kind of like, yeah. I could never buy the, you're just a kid. You don't know. It's like, well, I know something I couldn't tell. I don't know what I know. I just know that I feel bad and I feel bad because I'm conscious and I'm aware, but I don't know why I'm conscious and aware. And so what it would. And I also can't will my will. Yeah. Right. So part of what I'm saying is that this is the theme of my life is that is that I want I'm going to struggle with these difficult philosophical psychological questions and that I can't that I can never come up with the 
the a certain type of answer that's common because I remember these incidents that don't have a better exp- that don't actually really have an explanation unless there's like demonic sexual abuse repressed that I can't remember, which it just isn't the case. You know, I don't <laughs> think so. Like it, yeah. So where so what is it to be a human being basically, yeah. and why does that develop in a problematic way for so many people? I mean, people get like obsessed with women's shoes, women's feet. So many ways to get off track onto some weird trajectory. Just different stuff, you know? And you're like, so what? And Freud knew this. You could get stuck at like the phallic stage, the anal stage, the whatever stage. You could get like, and there's, so he knew something. He stopped progressing, yeah. And the saving grace for me here, the fact that I just said this on this podcast, and I'm probably going to beg you never to produce or publish, (laughs) but is that like the case, first of all, no one listens to it. And second of all, this has been identified f- for hundreds of years right. Pe- of, you know, people going, something happens to some people that like makes them not, a, you know, in the modern capitalistic sense, like not the perfect little worker, you know, like they get upset. There's something they bothers them and they want to come <laughs> talk to a guy like me and figure out what the fuck is wrong with them. So, I mean, everybody's got problems. Yeah. So I, but I'm saying, what I'm saying is I, th- I, I don't know if this is a, bloodline thing back to like ancient like races of people you know like canaanites and when adam and eve came out of the garden there were other people you know what i'm saying like so whatever that means like that's a weird story right like there's there's the problem of the double creation there's a double creation in the genesis story literally if you read it and you pay really close he creates man twice and then in one he creates in his image and one he creates in their image. I mean, it's like that. Those are the terms, you know? And it's like, I've heard that like one is like Ish Adam, one is Ha Adam in like the ancient language. And that those actually literally mean different things. And that's why they were translated to different words, but they were different Adams. So like different mans, like different peoples. Mm. So it could, could it be a bloodline thing? Could it be something? And like the whole arc of that story is like, the perfection of all of it, the fixing of it all. I don't know, like the ultimate destiny of the world. Or are there like Mm. the other part of the Bible that's like, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and high and dark places. You know, it's like, are there things that attach themselves to us and to, and, and that, that is, there's something with the, maybe the subconscious falls in there somehow, somehow where it's like, what is with like, what mm-hmm. what is happening you know like what what yeah what is it like to be a person and why is it so why is the experience so wide and crazy like it's it goes from it just there's so many extremes i mean from like people that are just a monk even modern monks like those crazies out there that just literally sit in a cave and meditate for their whole lives and then you have other people who are pornographers you know what i mean like just you (laughs) couldn't be any different and there's like murderers and military the same yeah yeah there's something there's something fucked about just being alive to be honest there's something weird about uh all that now back to the halloween thing it makes it makes purpose it makes you wonder a little bit like what 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 were they talking where did where did it really come from? Where did it it's come not... from? Whose stories are these? 
why is it candy? Yeah, I mean, where you know, do the stories come from? Yeah, no, totally, a hundred percent. I mean, where does it all come from? I, yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, it just begs a question. I think you gotta, you know, think about it and question for yourself. Right. So the social contagions of our time. So like we we legalize gay marriage and then we decide twenty minutes later we got to talk about trans bathrooms in the halls of publicly of owned government buildings. Right. Like we have to talk about that. And you go what? Right now, today, ten years later, you know, while in the prior ten years to the ten years later, I'm referring to, we're trying to figure out if there even are trans people. Basically, you know what I mean? We're like everyone. The discussion's like, have you ever seen one? I mean, they do exist. I know they exist. Are they drag shows? What What exactly are we talking about? Like, no one even fucking knew. I'm not. I'm just stating the facts, and it's not a state of ig- ignorance that we were in, because any research that was done up to now, here we are, however many years later, we can actually look back and go, something happened, and we're talking like hundreds, if not thousands, of percentage points of change <laughs> in the population. Of like prefer- sexual preferences, identifications, I mean, of something that did not even exist before, basically. And right. Well, the word like even just gay. It existed in like, some way, right. Yeah, like, there were, like homosexual wasn't even a thing until like the 18 or 1900s or something. Yeah. And those, and that's not to say that that didn't exist at all, but now we see that the way that, so it's been, the point has been made that it's such a difficult thing to study now because it's ubiquitous. It's too much of a social contagion. It's just like being able to study cell phone usage and the effects of that. You can't do it anymore because any group that doesn't have a cell phone is too different in other ways as well that they don't, they don't serve as a good control. Like the Amish, like they don't have cell phones. Well, yeah, but they also like do a thousand other things differently. So you can't just compare right, cell phones right. to not, to not cell phones. It doesn't work. And we're at that point now with the trans thing and the gender thing and all this. And it's like, so you have to, you wonder like, that's like uh what, what would you call it? I'm like, to me, I want to call that like, it's a spirit. Like there's a spirit yeah, or like a God or something that is like this, uh, Baphomet hermaphroditic deity that is now has its influence and it's like time pushing towards the veil. Like I, what because because the other explanations, this is my theme too. Like the normal psychological explanations for it, even if you aren't like on board with those things happening, but you still see them and you take a very scientific view of them. Even that is like, to me, just as kind of, crazy as being like oh that's all it could just be a spirit you know it's like that's they're both crazy like I mean, social both contagion of those is a crazy thing and that's yeah. crazy yeah like what do you mean social contagion like you don't even believe in <laughs> yeah it's like it's like I, like it's all like material, I'm a materialist. But social contagion ideas they just right. spread like viruses through the right ether. <laughs> through <laughs> like, the ether or oh, something it's wow. like Exactly. So there's something incoherent about any any way of understanding this. It just makes me. It just makes my head spin. It just makes my fucking head spin. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's deeper than you think. Maybe. Anyway, well, this has been an interesting Halloween episode. I don't know if you have any last things to say. I have to go, but I did want to say just to keep talking about this Hamas, Hamas. Ukraine, yeah, yeah. Israel, debacle, whatever the hell. We're forgetting about Ukraine. I don't know why I just threw that in there. Um, I just think news. it's it's so <laughs> sus to me that 
Joe Biden went to Israel, an active war zone. Apparently, the only other time in history, U.S. history, where a president has gone to an active war zone was also President Biden when he went to the Ukraine. So I just think something seems a little fishy about this whole situation. I'm not saying that people aren't suffering. And he keeps saying that he's, but yeah. something weird is going on, and I am worried. That's and he keeps say. saying he's so tired. Yeah, the I mean. I don't think there is any way, and I, I don't think even he's know fit any to detail. fly, like let alone I go to a war zone. Well, he probably has a bunch of body doubles. I don't know, but <laughs> I don't think there is, with even with the limited understanding that I do have of the situation, I just do not think there is any way in hell that it's not all connected. So yes, like, it's 100%. Israel now, Something the connected. Ukraine. Yeah. Somehow the Ukraine and Israel. And you start, you have to like start geopoliticking and understanding things that are deep. But I mean, just on a basic level, just barely witnessing it, you're like, you would need to, you'd be compelled to investigate. You know, if you wanted to figure it out, you'd be like, wait a minute, what about that other war we were doing? And now, like, we were like running out of bullets to send them. We had like nothing left to give. And now somehow we're going to. Do this whole other war? And where did, did we have the stuff? Now we get now we have the stuff. I, I yeah, but whatever. I but know. is Russia, Russia, Ukraine, America, Israel, Middle East, Palestine? I mean, somehow all of this is the same thing. I don't know how. Probably somebody out there does know. Probably a podcaster yeah, has kind of figured out how this all yeah. links up together. But it just seems pretty obvious because it's all over yeah. there. And it all yeah. touches, even the Israel-Palestine thing, without the Ukraine thing ever having happened, still seems to, it ropes all those places in somehow, you know, through geopolitical, economic means. Yeah. Joe Biden's already told us a hundred times he's tired. He's keeps t- saying he's, I'm tired. he's tired. I'm yeah. tired. After this conversation, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Halloween, man. Halloween. Anyway, have a lovely holiday, everyone. Have a lovely Halloween. Um, go dawn on the spirit, uh, ancient traditions. Participate in rituals. Have a happy Sam Haynes. Yeah. <laughs> Eat the candy. I'm going 